to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Extreme is the word we'd use to describe these crazy theme park rides to make us step back and say WTF. But first, travel news, including the most boring hotel in Las Vegas and a celebration of baby food. Gather up your courage and keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. Well, that didn't last long. Just one week after our nice, calm, quiet, and highly professional recording session at Gold Key Adventure Society headquarters, we're once again recording in a noisy, thrilling, and potentially dangerous location. Specifically a Ferris wheel, but not one of those fancy newfangled ones where you stand in a giant enclosed pod and take in majestic views of a glorious landscape while moving at a leisurely pace and enjoying snacks and beverages. This is the kind that rolls into town on the back of a semi-truck, and you sit crammed knee to knee in a tiny bucket that swings gently back and forth while you rotate backwards at a surprisingly fast rate. What is wrong with us? Okay. Let's get... <laughs> Let's get to this week's travel news, but first, I was wondering, since the big game, you know which one. The one we can't say on... You yeah, can't please you say the name of that. Do they sue people for saying Yeah, no, we can all say it. Come say on, puppy one. bowl. Come on, say it. puppy bowl. <laughs> what? Guys, the more you bowl, the more I'm going to have to bleep out the word bowl, and then it's going to be really, really hard to listen to. You us. can't say what? You can't on a commercial because then the people oh. pay to be the exclusive soft drink of of the of the big words. sports ball game. If Frito Lay can say, well, I can say Super. Yeah, well, just to be safe, let's call it the hyperbole. Yes. There you go. Hyperbole. Well, anyway, since that game is the day after we're recording this episode. <laughs> the day after we were recording this episode, I thought it'd be fun to make some predictions on some of the crazier proposition bets that are being offered by sports books so that on Tuesday, our listeners can laugh at how wrong we were. So I've got some propositions for you and I want to see what you'll take, uh, what, what you what you think's going to happen. Uh, first, how long will it take Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan to perform the national anthem? The over-under on this one is one minute, 59 seconds. Um, who are Eric Church and Jasmine country Sullivan? Dude. <laughs> I have no idea. country dude. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know the other, the lady. I assume she's probably... Are they Are they some singer people? I'm going to go a full two minutes because they're going to... If they're doing it as a duet, you got to add, yeah, like a full minute they're onto the normal. They're going to each take turns doing some runs. And, Oof. No. I mean, if they're going to perform Islands in the Stream, I'll listen. But other than that, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't really into that. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. Well, if J-Lo can medley, uh, what was that song of hers that she fit into, This Land is Our Land, then they can... <laughs> oh, yeah. Jenny from the block? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like when she she couldn't help herself at the inauguration. She come on everybody, and it's like <laughs> four people out there in their ninety. Oh, Bernie Sanders trying to clap with his mittens on. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when is she gonna finish? I've got stuff to mail. <laughs> uh, uh, next up, 
How many times will Giselle Bunchen be shown on the broadcast? Uh, the Vegas bookmakers put this one at uh, over and under at 1.5. What position is she playing? Only 1.5 times? That's crazy. <laughs> There's no way. They're going to show her six times. Ten. I'm going yeah. ten. Sure, ten. <laughs> Do you not know who she is? Is she model? Um, she's a, <laughs> yes. She is a supermodel. She, she is a supermodel. She can fly. She why is, is she at the game? What's the, uh, she's why is married to, to Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, there he's the quarterback of the. Yes, he's uh, a he's a famous footballer, and he got himself a supermodel wife. I thought he was the dad on the Brady Bunch. Right, exactly. (laughs) Not the actor one, the footballist. Um, How many commercials will feature dogs in them? Vegas thinks that uh, they're at the over under at four point five. So many five. Hmm. I will be just watching the Puppy Bowl, so it's for me. It's going to be twenty (laughs) four seven. (laughs) <laughs> Perfect. Didn't they used to have like some kind of lingerie bowl also? Yes, they <laughs> did. Is that mm. the Spice Channel? Is that pay-per-view? Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, yes, it was supermodels it was like in lingerie. It was like TV or something they playing used to football. have. It was, during, it was like the puppy bowl. It happened during the commercial break. Yeah. And it was women in lingerie playing football. <laughs> yes. Spike TV is the only possible answer for which network. That was <laughs> RIP Spike TV. <laughs> Yeah. The I think it was on Net Geo. <laughs> you can find that on Disney Plus now. <laughs> uh, and finally, what color Gatorade will be dumped on the winning coach? Red. That's just, I don't that's a even bad image. know what colors of Gatorades there are. Uh, Vegas thinks it's going to be orange, although if you want a really good payout on a long shot bet, you would go with clear or water instead. Mm. 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 Interesting. Guys, people actually put money down on this nonsense. Seriously? Oh, this is real? These are real? Alabama so seems to no, usually yeah. have red stuff dumped on them because they're really? red, and both of these teams have red. I thought they always go colors, for the, so. the classic, was it lemon-lime, yellow? And, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that sort of greenish-yellow one. Yellow one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like oh. you got too much iron. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> That's a healthy piss. Well, anyway, the news this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Super Bowl. If you'd like a healthy piss, call <laughs> Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and... <laughs> Specialize... <laughs> I broke. I'm broken. broke, Dan. I'm a broken man. <laughs> <clears throat> Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Uh, Jess, Jess has some cold and wet news for us. Oh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's all about dog noses. What? Oh. <laughs> Hot, wet news. <laughs> well, uh, as, as we were discussing before the show, most of... The country is about to be in the desperate throes of winter, but um, if you're down in Florida, Volcano Bay at Universal Yay. Orlando Resort is about to reopen. So Perfect time to reopen a water park when it's going to be 30 uh, degrees. Yeah, um, they're, they're planning to reopen on February 27th, so maybe by that time it will have warmed back up again. Mm, that would be That's nice. It's already mid-spring in yeah. Orlando. Yeah, it's not yeah they're rushing to beat out Disney opening Blizzard Beach back up on March, what, 4th? I think first, so, yeah. Seven, Early March. Sometime in the first week of sometime March. Sometime around there. Um, yeah, Volcano Bay's been closed since November, you know, for the cold weather. And uh, obviously, it's going to have the same sort of restrictions in place uh, for capacity like the other parks. So make sure you check before you show up. 
because mm-hmm. they they will especially on close the weekend. Down. Yeah, I have a feeling as soon as this opens up, we're going to see it hit capacity. A Although lot. I feel like the locals aren't going to be rushing there until it's Florida hot. They're, they're yeah. not. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see a locals at Volcano Bay when it's only 70 degrees. Yeah, they, they still think it's cold when it's 70. Yeah, they're, yeah. Win, they're wearing winter parkas at yes. 70 degrees. Yeah, so. that's true. So maybe you'll you'll be okay for a few the first few weeks. But if anything, hopefully that will sort of help the capacity issues that they've been having at the theme parks because you're gonna you know have people at least spreading out their uh, their visits. So mm-hmm, definitely, especially people on uh, from the colder parts of the world, we'd go to a water park in March. Yeah, and the water's heated mm-hmm. in most of the mm-hmm, pools and yeah. everything. Fine, just stay in it. <laughs> yeah, don't get out. <laughs> I have yet to go spend a day there. I've visited there. I've toured through it, but I haven't. It's haven't spent beautiful. A day there. It looks so beautiful. It's fun, and I don't. Favorite, I don't like water parts, and I love that. Yeah, place. I don't like them either. My favorite attraction there is the cabana, <laughs> where you you're in the shade and you have a fan, and they bring you drinks. That's, yeah, yeah. That's where so, I hang out while my up. family hits the hits the slides. <laughs> well, I found my my. I think I found my next theme park destination. You guys. It's opening in one of my favorite cities in the world, London, England. In 2024, they are opening a new theme park that they're calling the London Resort. Um, they didn't spend very much money on a marketing team. <laughs> it's to not come enough up words either. Well, yeah. it's like snakes on a plane. It, right? You know what's happening. But it's the plans are for a 3.5 billion pounds. That's heavy. Resort. Yeah. In central London, it, they're going to have two theme parks, a water park, thousands of hotel rooms. And I love this part. There are going to be ferry terminals on the River Thames. So you can hop on a ferry from central London and um, head down the river to this resort, which sounds really cool. It's supposed to open in 2024 if they finish on time. They say that 70 70- Percent of the attractions will be indoors, given that the weather there is this is London. <laughs> well, then why do they have a great. water park? <laughs> yeah, the water park I don't think is going to be just go stand in the London rain. Yeah, yeah, it's it's jumping in puddles. Yes, yeah, it looks really pretty cool. Um, you you'll enter through the high street where there are shops and restaurants. That's apparently also where the water park is. Before you reach an area described as a gritty modern day warehouse district, <laughs> the studios, yeah, uh, in the alley. It seems like it. The woods is going to be a storybook fantasy land that puts a fresh spin on beloved bedtime stories. Interesting. Uh, the kingdom is going to be an immersive realm of swords, sorcery, dragons, and legend. Hmm. Uh, the Isles is a, described as a land of giant creatures, mythical be- mythical beasts, and adventures. And then there's going to be a uh, an overgrown ancient ruins section called the Jungle. Seems odd. Because, you then know, England, there's a, jungle. Right, yeah. 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 And then a sci-fi land called the Starport with futuristic experiences, alien encounters, and big thrill rides. Sounds like no IP happening in the. In the um, yeah, there's IP, but it's uh, yeah. They're they've dubbed themselves UK Disneyland, but they're drawing on British IP, so characters, movies, shows, stuff that has been 
produced in in England. Although they've, I assume there's not going to be any Harry Potter stuff because J.K. Mm-hmm. already sold that to Universal. So it just seems like if they had these IPs locked down, they would have mentioned them in this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would I like think to you're request. Probably going to see some Knights of the Round Table and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd Dr. like to Who see a, an e-ticket oh. ride based on Mr. Bean. That would be. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, they could do it exactly like oh, Jimmy Fallon's the, Race Through New York, but yeah. Mr. Bean. Benny Hill's the, Race Through. Yeah, I would yakety sack oh, the hell out of that. That would be thing. fun. If the Starport doesn't feature Doctor Who, then someone needs to be punished. Well, and then, and then Paramount, so they could do Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, or, true. Or yeah. Triple X, The Godfather. Triple oh, wait, is this Paramount? Yeah. So they have partnered with the BBC, ITV Studios, and Paramount Pictures uh. for their intellectual property. They're not saying what is going to be used yet, but that is who they have partnered with to get some IP to draw people in. So that's a pretty BBC. Broad that, that would definitely be Doctor yeah. Who. Um, I think Paramount we, made the uh, 2012 movie of the Avengers, the old. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. So yeah. I bet you they'll include that. I think we can all look Titanic. forward to a, a coupling ride, or maybe one yes. based on the original <laughs> Office. Or <Yes. laughs> I need a, a Rick, faulty towers. I need a Ricky Gervais. Oh, ride. Oh, I want a Fatty Owls ride for that. sure. Yeah, there. Yeah, Monty Python. You could have a whole Monty Python land. Tour the actual Ministry of Silly Walk? Yeah, I was just going to say, you can't enter unless you do a silly walk. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, know, I love London, one. so I'm I, this. I'm putting this on my list. It's supposed The first park is supposed to open in 2024, so That's pretty quick. fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah, not too far off. Let's go. The London Resort. There seems there. to be an Eiffel Tower in the London Resort. Hmm. That's that's curious. Oh yeah, I see that in the in the concept art. Apparently, they're annexing. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, the, they're the, copying my T-shirt from our tough, trip, guys. The, in this economy, Brit- we can't British, afford. The tough. British have always claimed some ownership of parts of France, so yeah. it's not surprising. And most other countries. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> nope, that's all. Well, uh, someplace that you're not going to be able to go in 2024, Jess. Uh, Yeah, sadly, um, the Blue Man Group are leaving Universal Orlando Resort after a 14-year run and more than 6,000 shows, which is pretty crazy. Um, They uh, have not announced a replacement. There's not been any word as to exactly why, although, you know, the fact that they haven't been able to open the show since last year. killed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, They are going to continue... To perform in Las Vegas, New York, Chicago, and Boston. And we don't have any word for a replacement for that theater. But obviously, I think when things get back up and running, something will have to go in there because that's could, just wasted could space. Could we go into the swamps and find some more of the French clowns and put we'll roll those guys in there? In there? And they yeah. go back to the uh, Nickelodeon studios over there? And oh, yeah. Well, in, oh, until yeah. a replacement is found, um, it will continue to be a makeshift house for Julia Stiles. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. She will be sleeping yeah. on a makeshift pad that she puts on the stage. Well, yeah. it will be called the House of Styles. Ah, yes. uh, we all saw the the show at Universal, right? All of us here? Uh-huh, I saw, yeah. I've seen it Love five times. I saw it with you guys 
back mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Spring fling. It was a lot of fun. I, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. You know, you kind of think I, I'd seen seen stuff about it for so long. I thought it was going to be pretty cheesy, but I found it to be a lot of fun. So I'm sad. It's, it's, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's really fun. Cool. It's weird. And uh, yeah, I love, I love, I love weird cool. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I've actually seen them two times outside of that main show. I saw uh, they toured a couple of times on how to be a rock star. And then they did a how to be an arena rock star. It was oh, very cool, cool show. I totally like different it. theme. It was the same, you know, weird stuff. But mm-hmm. they did a lot of like those instructional videos that come on and teach you how to do things to be a rock star. And then they had oh, guest yeah. performers. Oh, that's and, cool. Very cool. I mean, the one at Universal, who do- couldn't love a show where they end it with every euphemism for the word but? <laughs> I mean, You're it's a, a whole, money maker. It's a whole song, yes. You're Abe Vigoda. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, so good. And they shoot toilet paper at you while they're singing the song yep. about shaking your money maker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when about 30% of our agents were like, I'm out. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, yes. More so butt fun. jokes. <laughs> <sighs> uh, well, speaking of having toilet paper thrown at you, Heather's got a positive story. I'm going to go throw toilet paper at Canada. <laughs> yeah. the Canada has decided to put the kibosh on basically the entire Alaska cruise season. When they announced this week that they are closing their waters and their ports to cruising all the way through February 28th of 2022. Which basically means that U.S. cruise lines are not going to be able to sail to Alaska at all this summer. Thanks to the Jones Act, which is basically a, a law, an antiquated law that says that any ship that's not flagged in the United States has to visit a foreign port if it's sailing between two U.S. ports. So if you're sailing from, uh, say, Seattle to Alaska, you have to have a stop at a foreign port, either on the way there or on the way back, if you're not flagged in the U.S. It's it's a, it's a really antiquated transportation law, and it... <laughs> travel industry we've been wanting this thing repealed for years i don't think it's going to happen but for alaska sailings that means that everybody stops in vancouver to get that or launches from or launches from vancouver yeah and you cannot do that this year so there are very few cruise lines that are flagged in the u.s because if you sail under the u.s flag you have to have some crazy number of your staff, I think it's 75% or more of your staff have to be American citizens. Yeah, and they'd have you, to pay a living wage. Yeah. To be drag. <laughs> um, so the only, there's only one cruise ship uh, that I can think of. The, the Pride of America is Norwegian Cruise Line's ship that's flagged in the U.S. And they've done that because they sail it in Hawaii. And that way they can do inner island cruises around Hawaii and not have to stop in a foreign port. Cause if you have to stop in a foreign port <laughs> when you're doing Hawaii, it basically means you got to come all the way back and they usually stop in um, somewhere in Mexico, I think. And then they, they uh, yeah. let the passengers off in LA. So it's a possibility that if 
Norwegian really wanted to do Alaska, they could sail the the Pride of America. There's another cruise line called Uncruise Adventures, and they operate really small ships, and they are flagged in the U.S., so they could also do it. But this I read another article about that, though. People were talking about if they get their Jones Act repealed, they could still have the season. But that yes. includes Canadians international or in their waters. You have to pass those That's waters, true. which is stupid because you're not going to launch Stop COVID from the right. ship onto the shore. But <laughs> yeah. that I don't think even the Jones Act being repealed would make it happen. And it's well, not it's, just Alaska. The whole other coast has that intercoastal mm-hmm, leaf peeping yeah. tours in the fall. My brother was supposed to go on those one are, of these. Yeah. Those are gorgeous. One of these tours, uh, one of these cruises in October. And I mm-hmm. was actually telling him about about that law last night. And he was like, shit, I'm going on one of those. Yeah, said, no, well, you're not. <laughs> yep. He said, well, we haven't heard well, anything I mean, from the cruise line yet. So we'll get ready. It's coming. They're, they're trying to figure it out, I'm sure. That what they would have to do to avoid sailing through Canadian waters is it would just have to be the cruises that originate and end in Alaska. You know, so you could sail around to the glaciers. Now, you will still be able to visit Alaska. There are a ton of land-based tours that are really popular for Alaska. It's it's the folks who want to see the glaciers from a ship. And that's... Me. That's, yeah, me too. And it's, <laughs> it's extremely popular, and it's a huge part of Alaska's local economy. This, the last year has been really hurting them, and extending that out another year is going to be pretty devastating for Alaska. So I'm really, really disappointed in this this ruling, particularly now that we have vaccines that are available. And I just don't see this lasting for well, an entire year that it would need to be shut down. And, you know, I'm no I'm no lawyer, but <laughs> really, like, <laughs> why why can't they just just because they have to stop at a Canadian port mm-hmm. doesn't mean they have to let anybody off. So why can't we just promise we'll we'll stop here overnight? Mm. Nobody's going to get off the ship. That's so fair. there's no germs yeah. coming into your Quarantine country. Them. And then we'll That's a great idea. in the yeah. morning. What's the, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that smart, but yeah. I figured that out well, pretty that's, quick. Well, that's the other part of it. And not just saying that their ports are closed, but like Jeff was pointing out that their waters are closed. What? Yeah. I, I don't understand. Unless... Unless that they're they're worried that if a, a ship in their waters uh, encounters a difficulty and has to port, then they have to let them. I don't, you know, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I'm sure commercial traffic's going through there. Yeah this right? this ban is on all passenger vessels that are uh, leisure based, so they are allowing shipping, of course. But this yeah. is even shutting down small like folks out in Booth boats. Cruises, yeah. Can't do any of it. So I don't know. Well, we'll another <laughs> just overly sweeping. Mm-hmm. The Canadian booze cruise industry is yeah. really hurting. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. just anything, any of the sightseeing, no, whale watching, any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, and I mean, for those that size vessel, it was something silly, like groups over twenty four or mm-hmm. something like that. And if you look at the news regulations that cruise ships are going to have to meet and the protocols they're going to have to have in place in order to sail at all, this seems extreme because the, the safety measures are really, really intense that, that are going to be happening when cruises are actually allowed to sail. And we don't even know when that's going to be yet because they haven't allowed any test sailings to start. 
uh, several of the cruise lines have had many of their ships given the green light for getting their protocols and their safety measures in place, but they still have to do those test sailings to get the approval from the CDC to go. And I don't see that happening until the fall. Um, so it's possible that Alaska could have been uh, impacted by this anyway. Yeah, but I wasn't expecting just, there to be yeah. a season anyway. This just feels no. very final. It, it does. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, Alaska and uh, like Jeff was mentioning, all of those uh, coastal cruises in the fall. By the fall, surely we could have some some safe sailings. Yeah, there's a lot of those. They leave from New York and go mm -hmm. up into Halifax, Nova Scotia, and mm -hmm. all it's the beautiful up there in the fall. And it's really cool to to be on a ship sailing past the um, Statue of Liberty. It's very cool. And seeing the, the Manhattan skyline, it's a great itinerary. But I guess what I would recommend now is planning on those trips to happen in 2022. Like everything else. Yep. Yep. But hits just keep on coming. Well, if you need help following <laughs> protocol, you need a protocol droid. And Jess can tell oh. us where you can find a protocol droid in California soon. Uh, yeah. So Star Wars Trading <laughs> Post is coming to downtown Disney very soon. Uh, they've been, uh, this is actually where the Rainforest Cafe used to be. Uh, they've gutted it. And oh, on February oh, 19th, it'll be turning into a new gift shop for Star Wars merchandise. Mm, Star Wars merchandise. That should merchandise. be permanently made into an Indiana Jones restaurant. Yeah. It's already got, you know, that look to it. Right now, they're just mm -hmm. putting these kind of weird, like, cargo nets over it and trying to make it look like some sort of hidden rebel base. But yeah. Yeah. Another port we've never heard of or cared about to turn into yeah. an amusement park thing. But also on February 19th, uh, Wonderground Gallery reopens. So that's, oh, that's good. That's exciting. In the same they, location? Yes, that one's going to stay in its same location. Good. Yeah. I couldn't figure why they had shut that down. Maybe because of the, the, the way it's set up. There's not a lot of space, you know, because they've got a lot of tables with art in the middle of the yeah. room and you kind of you're kind of squeezed in there so i don't know who knows huh. mm. the shadow I knows i don't think they're going to have any signings or anything <laughs> like that anytime soon when are we going to get a theme park attraction based on that uh, that ip the failed alec baldwin movie yeah. <laughs> failed. i love that movie uh it was a success in my heart yeah i liked it <laughs> it was better than the phantom with billy zane Ooh. Or the Green Hornet with uh, Seth Rogen. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go watch, watch WandaVision the, again to get the, the taste classics. out of my mouth. <laughs> well, speaking of having a bad bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> I love your, your segue. to weird festival. Oh, wait, no. Heather's got something first. Oh, yeah. I've got an exciting new Heather's. resort coming yeah. to Las Vegas. And I wanted to hear what you guys think about this. Sin City. Sin City. Coming in 2024, a brand new resort called the Majestic Las Vegas. But there's two unusual rules that this hotel is going to have. No smoking, which, which I'm totally cool with. That's great. And number two, no gambling. So it's uh, Howard Johnson. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not even, and it's not going to be on the strip. It's going to be two blocks off the strip. <laughs> I'm not sure what they're going to have to offer at this 
particular there's resort. There's a few other it's a wellness like, nice spa. resorts. That there's, yeah. the, there's one that's like a spa that's like Red Rock Spa or something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a casino either. And I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. This one is going to be right across from the Las Vegas Convention Center. So I suspect mm. that what they're targeting here is conventioneers who are not into the yeah the the traditional offerings in las vegas it looks absolutely gorgeous there's it's going to be a an 850 million dollar resort that has a five-star hotel with suites um there are some of several of the suites have swim-up rooms that are a lot like what you see in the caribbean and in mexico which is cool i don't think i've seen that in a resort Mm -hmm. in las vegas before uh, beautiful penthouse sky suites. It's a, a really, it's a high rise hotel and it looks really beautiful. They're, they're touting that it's going to be a, a great place for dining and shows, um, but no smoking, no gambling. And uh, to Dan's point, there is going to be a 70,000 square foot medical wellness spa mm. in, in the resort. So yeah, it's going to take up four floors of the resort. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you're trying to attract convention business, the people that have conventions in Vegas want the things they don't allow there. Yes. Well, at least, yeah. at least the gambling. <laughs> yeah. not, I don't know anybody that just wants a f- more smoke. But, but I mean, if you think no, about it, you. like it might actually be nice because you could gamble and smoke pretty much anywhere else in Vegas. It'd be nice to have a little bit of a break to mm. get back to your hotel and not have yeah. to walk through a casino, casino and like true. not have mm-hmm. to deal with that. I like the, uh, the Aria, which is smoke free. They still have gambling, but it's, you don't, can't smoke. So that's kind of a, a haven for me there because all of the other resorts, they, while they do amazing things with smoke eaters in Vegas, it still <laughs> is just a pervasive, Punk. Yeah, like yeah. you, I we didn't go anywhere near the smoking areas, and still at the end of the day, we just reek of of cigarette smoke. So mm-hmm. I'm Caesar's down with the no smoking. Really oh smoking. yeah, Caesar's. Our I, convention I, was housed at Caesar's. We had stayed at the Aria before, and it was pretty great. And then we came over to Caesar's, and it was low ceilings and just mm. filled with smoke. It felt like there was a tobacco convention in town. It was gross. <laughs> Your eyes burn within five minutes. It's just not good. But yeah, that's a good point, Jess. You can walk right out your door of this resort and probably stumble over 17 casinos. <laughs> yeah, you said it's like the Howard Johnson, but I guarantee you the Howard Johnson has a like couple yeah, slot yeah. machines <laughs> in yeah, the lobby. The airport has them, right? Yeah. At, every, uh, at every gate. Yeah. The pool area looks pretty spectacular and it's not far from the strip. It says it's two blocks off and it will, the the tower will have beautiful views of the strip. So could be cool. Might be an interesting prospect. Once shows can come back, honestly, that's my favorite part of Vegas. There are some incredible shows there. Yeah. I can't wait to go see Siegfried and Roy. Oh, no. Hey, man, a little little something we need to tell you. Mm, yeah. Hey, Penn and Teller are still going strong, so we're good. Yeah, exactly. Hey, That's what I want to say. Teller's getting up there. <laughs> if something happens and I cause it, I'm going to feel so bad. Yeah, mm. that's, it's going to be your fault. Well, speaking of people that can't smoke, <laughs> this I've is a great weird, segue. <laughs> I've got another weird festival for you guys. <laughs> I mean, we could go back to the bad taste in your mouth, too. That'll fit too. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Fremont, Michigan is the baby food capital of the world? Yes, I did know that. It's uh, the world headquarters of Gerber Gerber. Baby Food Company. 
And uh, every year they host the National Baby Food Festival. Which no one wants to go to this. Come on. Are you kidding me? Really? Is it popular? Oh, they have, like the they have a baby food, food eating and contest. Festival for babies. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have the baby a food eating of contest. Baby food, international yeah, food. Baby food eating contest? Gross. Well, yeah. Yeah. You, you're part, the one adult gets blindfolded and the other person and has to try to feed another grown up baby food without being able to see them. Um, they also have other events like uh, for the kids, they have frog jumping and turtle racing contests, mm-hmm. bubble blowing contest. Uh, but this, there's an annual bed race. Oh, what? Um, yeah, you put a bed on wheels and push it down the road. Oh, okay. But, but this what does it have to do is, with baby food? Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just good old-fashioned fun. But this this is another <laughs> festival. <laughs> this is another festival that's near and dear to my heart for two reasons, actually. Uh, number one, I want to say it was about 2009, 2008 or so, uh, when I was playing with... Uh, the Outer Five, we headlined the National Oh, Festival. nice. And then a few years later, once my uh, f- my oldest son was born, we we went to visit this festival, and he competed in the headline the headline attraction, which is the Baby Crawl Race. Oh. Wyatt was in the Baby Crawl Did Race? Did he have little knee pads? Not, <laughs> not, no, not only was Wyatt in the Baby Crawl Race, but he was that year's winner. No way! What? Oh, yeah. You're a year and a half into this it. thing, yeah. and you're just now talking about this festival. <laughs> right? Yeah. Bury the lead, was, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my son was the o- my son was actually the only baby that even finished uh, the race. <laughs> the others got, uh, you know, they kind of got distracted and just crawled around in circles. And Wyatt had his eyes on the prize and made it all the way across the stage, across the finish line. And we've got the onesie to... Was Kendra at the other end with cookies or something? Uh, yeah, Kendra and uh, my mom. Ah. <laughs> One baby was disqualified for drug use, but it's, it's, we, don't, we try not to talk about that. It's a really dark stain on the competition. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, juicy juice amazing. levels were I, over the I, top. I don't know how I missed that my nephew is a baby crawl champion. And another connection uh, Dan was actually the model for the Gerber baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, he was the copper tone girl. That was easy to get that mixed up. I recognize that pale butt anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they also have a, uh, this isn't exciting, it's the baby cross, so I don't know why I'm even bringing it up. uh, They they have a a baby food cupcake challenge where you have to uh, Uh -uh. bake cupcakes and you have to include Gerber baby food in your... That'd be easy. Oh, yeah. Use bananas, yeah. Uh, Something like that. Instead of oil. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully... Things will be safe for us to go check out the National Baby Food Festival sometime in mid-July in Fremont. Has, is Sophie too old for the, the crawling contest? Mm-hmm. She aged out of that. She's oh, almost sure. walking, so that maybe <laughs> Enough Mai Tais and I'm ready for that crawling contest. <laughs> <laughs> There's, hopefully I'm not aged out. I don't know if they yeah. have an adult edition. I don't know. Do they allow over that. 40 year old. That, that beard on your face may be a, a clear giveaway. That yeah, you're... I swear I'm a baby. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they do have adult tricycle races there. Though, oh, good. So you should be oh, good. good. And if you try <laughs> so, to wait, ride are you a tricycle using... as an adult, that's difficult. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is that the tricycle is I, the adult? Uh, I think it's on kids' size. It wouldn't be any fun if it was on grown up uh, tricycles. No, I mean, like, a grown up as the tricycle. That would be a lot of fun. Oh. 
What? <laughs> wow. but, that's for a different episode. Don't don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's questions and I don't know if I want them answered. No, don't. No, I'll fill you in off air. How about that? You do not want to know. <laughs> so instead, I'm just going to say stick around because after the commercial break, we're going extreme with a look at some of the world's most WTF amusement park attractions. Extreme! <laughs> When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Now that our Ferris wheel ride is over, we've moved on to an even worse location for producing quality audio recordings. A giant swings thrill ride on the edge of a cliff. Not only is this experience downright terrifying, but the sounds of the wind and the horrified screams of our fellow riders are going to be a real pain to clean up and post. While we're up here, we might as well take a look at some of the craziest, biggest, fastest, and most extreme amusement park thrill rides out there. Uh, Jeff, why don't you start off by explaining exactly how we ended up at an amusement park built on the edge of a cliff 1,300 feet above the Colorado River. I will tell you how I got there. I was Googling extreme (laughs) uh, theme park rides, and this one came up, and I'm like, Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park sounds lame. It's in Glenwood, Colorado. But they've taken, there's a few of this uh, examples of this trend where they take a pretty good coaster. It looks like a, you know, fairly basic coaster, but then they put it right at the edge of a cliff. So that or on top of buildings and all that. This one is on top of, as Dan said, a 1300 foot drop off cliff. So when you're whipping around the corners, you're just looking, it looks like you're 1300 feet off the ground. The ground is called the cliffhanger cliffhanger. And this is one of several scary coasters they uh attractions they have right on the edge of these cliffs here and uh yeah did you did you look at the giant canyon swing that they have there that's the one that was on the list of extreme rides and when i started clicking this one actually looks so terrifying i would never do it it's one of those swing (laughs) out rides it's just the most basic swing and spin thing but when you're swinging you're 1300 feet i just cannot do these things i know that i'm not actually 1300 feet off where the base is but it would feel like it and i can't it's just too much at that point (laughs) there's this picture of it swinging out over the edge and it is over open air that swinging motion is kind of gross to me anyway after a minute like the swinging pirate ship or space shuttle ones is after a while that 
feeling it's is the stomach going up and down and up and down. Yeah. yeah. It's that pendulum and, and you end up looking straight down at certain death. <laughs> it's like fun. <laughs> and then that mind drop is under, it's freaking underground. So there's like Heather's worst fear, right? Is being trapped underground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you drop in a elevator and I mean, yeah, leave it to like him to, to cover both fears. The ride, the, the car for that haunted mind drop looks pretty much exactly like a haunted, uh, what, what you call Tower of Terror, but you're underground shooting down. I guess that's a real mine shaft they dropped this thing into. Yeah. I, f- I feel like that's a no from me too, maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> Combine claustrophobia haunted. with dropping. I do love Tower of Terror and Guardians of the Galaxy, but I don't know about the underground version. Thoughts? Yeah, I don't know about that. I think the only thing on this list that I would actually try is the uh, Alpine coaster that they have. I've always wanted to go on one of those yeah. rides. Those look like fun. I did, I did the, the one. I did the one at New York, New York that starts off kind of a. You know, it's mostly it's mostly on the ground, but some of it's like you're coming out of the building and stuff uh, in Vegas. But this one's just way too high. I do the mind drop. I really love rides like that. Oh, just yeah. that just drop. You know, I can't do a lot of roller coasters these days, so but I can do ones that just sort of drop up and down. So and I absolutely love that feeling of kind of floating off the seat a little bit. So is it because the change in direction from one to the other to the other and back? Yeah, like with my back, it's yeah, if it's got it's it's mainly just really jerky turns that if I can't brace myself, which if you think about these, you know, new over the shoulder roller coaster harnesses you can't use your arms to sort of brace yourself you're just pinned where they want you to be but you still can kind of move so that's why i can do like everest because i can kind of get my hands out put them where i need to and be prepared and i've ridden that ride so many times i know exactly like know when where i'm gonna go on it yeah i think the plural of harness is harnai harnai (laughs) it's a gaggle of harnay (laughs) um well the 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 attraction that inspired this week's topic, uh, Jess, you found this over in Dubai. Yeah, so this is uh, at the Bollywood-themed uh, park out there, Bollywood Parks Dubai, which that in itself, I, I'm, I'm not huge on Bollywood films, but I know there's a lot of singing and dancing, so I'm assuming there's a lot of singing and dancing at the Bollywood Park. Yeah, I have um, questions how this ended up in Dubai, but we'll cover that a different Yeah, that's way. what I was ex- <laughs> just wondering, too. You know, Dubai's got it all basically at this point. Um, yeah, so this is a uh, it's it's one of those spinning, you know, classic swing rides, and but this one is uh, 460 feet in the air, which knocks out the previous record holder, which was the Orlando Star Flyer at 450 feet tall. Um, and yeah, it's lit up, and it it it, it just doesn't look safe. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> Like those oh, those yeah. swing rides this never look safe to me. And every and, time I pass the one in Orlando, I think I want to go do it. Yeah, you yeah, mentioned like that in the car swings. each time, and I am I will gladly <laughs> video you doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like those swings. I love the ones at uh California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. I don't think I want to go as tall as this one in Dubai, though. I, I, you're I hanging only... from like school swing set chain. No. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one YouTube video of like somebody at a carnival where like one of the strings broke in the middle of the ride and they're just being dangled by their foot. And I was like, no, I'm good. That's good. I mean, it was like taken in like the early nineties at a roadside carnival. So 
Yeah, that yeah. they caveat Imtor on that one, but uh, <laughs> it still it, it turned me off from ever wanting to ride those things. Maybe it's at Disney, I'll trust that. Disney the, with those. That's the most simple ride mechanic. You're just going yeah. in a circle, but it just goes and climbs up high and makes it terrifying. Yeah, but I don't like anything like hanging from a chain like that. Feels like not enough. Yeah, maybe. It needs a few more. Or what about these ones where they bungee you, where they pull you down and then let you go? There's like a two-seater car that shoots up. No way. Yeah. I've watched a lot of videos of people passing out. Those are funny. I I mean, those are funny. Those are a lot of fun. They have one of those in Orlando, too. Yeah. It's near the crazy swing ride. Which I thought was Fun Spot, but I don't know. What is that called? I found it yesterday, and now it's, I can't remember what it was called. Um, there is one that's similar to it, uh, at fun spot. I just found it's called the sky coaster. Is that you the get, one that they drop? You, you get, you yeah, swing? you get hoisted up to the top of an a frame and then you pull a release, like what's oh, found yeah. on a parachute and free fall down. That's the one that's at, uh, fun spot. The other one is called uh, magical midway and that's the slingshot one in Orlando. Is this the one you can see from Universal? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> um, I found one of those in, uh, it's in Dallas. There's this park called Zero Gravity Thrill Park. Ooh. And they've got the one of those slingshot ones, but you're not even sitting in a capsule. You're just sitting on two chairs that had the bungee cords <laughs> on the end. It kind of looks like you're in like the pocket on a slingshot, you know? And mm-hmm. instead of pulling you straight down, so you just kind of go up and down. And since you're only on... I think it's I think it's something about the number of bungee cords they use. They pull you at an angle, so when you get to the top, you loop around because of the action of like the slingshot action. You hit the end of that line, and you do loops and flip around, and it's unpredictable and it's terrifying. But that park is also the one you might have seen. They've got the most free fall free fall attraction ever. It's called Nothing But Net, and they lift you up 130 feet, and you're on a harness that just forces you to fall so that you're laying on your back but you just free fall 130 feet down to like a safety net below you what? that's all the attraction is yeah that no bungee no back. parachute no straps just you a 130 foot drop and the safety net below no way in hell yeah also this says you must not have back neck or head injuries or other <laughs> medical conditions yeah you, you will when you're done <laughs> yeah <laughs> you must not be pregnant um yeah they did that one on i think they've done that on uh, uh amazing race yeah i saw something like this on some something on tv and there no way 110 to 240 pounds darn it i'm just over <laughs> they, they also have one more this isn't a very big amusement park but they have one called the skyscraper where you're basically, they took like a giant wind turbine and put chairs on the ends of the blades and you just spin around in a circle. <laughs> and that's, it's it. Go upside down. <laughs> Very creative. I don't yeah. want anything that was repurposed from something else and turned into a ride. <laughs> yeah, you hit 60 miles an hour and four Gs of force. Uh-uh. Down. That sounds like fun. Uh, Heather had another attraction in the Middle East. That sounds yeah. It's uh, did you know they're opening a Six Flags in Saudi Arabia? That's the logical location, right? This is part of Saudi Arabia's recent opening, uh, trying to get tourism dollars. Um, They just opened 
the country to international visitors in 2019. And they're trying to build a cruise industry. They're trying to build luxury hotels. And one of their initiatives is they're building a Six Flags. And they are the flagship attraction at this Six Flags. I cannot pronounce the name of it. It's Six Flags, K-I-D-D-I-Y-A. Kidia, that's my guess. Yeah, sure. But it's Dan a coaster. Is resident, uh, yeah. <laughs> How do you say that? <laughs> you just it's go a, full speed ahead and don't worry about it. <laughs> it's a coaster it. called Falcon's Flight. And it looks absolutely terrifying and amazing at the same time. Uh, but my favorite thing about this thing is that it's going to have a top speed of 155 miles per hour. Ouch. There's a 520-foot drop that's a vertical cliff drop into this crazy illuminated tunnel. It's got corkscrews and inversions, and it's also super long. It's like, what is what, uh, something how like... how thick um, is it? That I can't tell you. Uh, one, 1. 1.54 miles. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's the, that's the current longest. This one is longer than that. It's, uh, I, I had it too. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a very long a ride, miles. but I maybe it'll go fast because it's going 155 miles an hour. Two point yeah. five miles of track. Yeah, these drops are. It's a hyper coaster, so it's those big lurching, super high drops. Mm-hmm. Nothing real extreme as far as whip. It looks like it'd be a smooth, lovely ride, but wow, this thing is hauling booty. Yeah. Did you notice in the video, because of how fast it goes, presumably, the cars have windshields on mm-hmm. them? I saw that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is good, because I've ridden the the, the hypercoaster at SeaWorld, the Mako, and when I rode it in the front row, my contacts peeled off my eyes yeah. and went mm-hmm. flying. That's kind of well, nuts. Yeah. And I've had, like insects hit my face on a motorcycle doing like 80 miles an hour. I can't imagine you hit a hit a fly at 150 miles an hour. Remember Y'all remember when Fabio? Fabio? <laughs> <laughs> that would crush his skull. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny that it happened to Fabio. <laughs> I don't see any numbers on it. They say they're also going to have the world's largest drop tower ride there. So mm-hmm. They're building one that's bigger than the Bollywood... Uh, they're t- taller than that that sky flyer that will drop you kind of like um what's it called at cedar point uh, uh, i forget I what it's know. called but the it's just tower thing yeah demon drop no not the demon no. drop they have a, a a drop tower that's even taller and it's one of those that yeah. you kind of like dr doom's free fall that you're sitting on the outside of it you're not on an Mm-mm. enclosed capsule and it shoots you up and then just drops you down yeah I don't know why those are way more scary to me than the interior one. It's the same chance of falling to your death, but I don't know why. Being on the outside of the thing makes me makes my tummy feel tickly. Bush Gardens, Florida is also getting another super steep, fast coaster called the Iron Guazi. Oh, yeah. Remember we that made one, that metal that band just logo. Open or it's about mm-hmm. to open soon. 200 yeah. foot drop, and it's only going to go 76 miles an hour. So I'm no longer impressed. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> That's That's Sunday <laughs> drive. <laughs> That's barely faster than test track. <laughs> There's one of those straight up twist and put you back down ones. Where's that Ferrari park? That one looks really cool. It just shoots. Uh, that one's in Dubai. It goes straight and then it goes 
almost straight up and then does barrel rolls while you go up. And then it's more than a straight back down. Mm-hmm. It's like inverted drop. Those things look nuts to me. Yeah, no thanks. I'd be more likely to do those than the extreme spinny stuff. There's yeah. one that's <laughs> I've seen. I can't, I couldn't find it. I was looking for the ride, but there's a kind of a viral YouTube clip of this ride. I think it's in Germany and it's like five rows of about 20 people across. And it's just a big arm that it spins. The arm moves like a, like a train thing that turns the wheel. And then the, the car itself spins on top of that. And then it starts going backwards and forwards. And it, you'll spin like five times one way and then lurch you back all the while you're on a big circle. That would make and me it'll sick. like freeze you so that you're sitting upside down. Oh, they yeah. used to have one of those at Geauga Lake in Ohio. I've seen videos of one of those that's built right at the edge of a waterfall. And so oh, yeah. turn you upside down and freeze you in the waterfall for a second and then flip you around and stuff through it. Yeah, there's some of those, some of those I found a whole list of these like amusement park simple flippy spinny rides like that. They're just insane. There's this one where you sit in this car that's got two wings on it that you can control you hold on to and control the angle of the wings and it spins you in circles so if you load the rings just right you can just sit there and do barrel rolls for as long as you want to do like have you ever read the written the zipper at a carnival oh, mm-hmm. oh, super yeah, sick up and down and it just spins i threw up in both of my brother's faces on the zipper at the carnival on Quadulin. <laughs> nice have you ever heard of diggerland in the uk no didn't we talk about that on the show like a long time ago we might have. I think you brought it, it up, actually, yeah. Yeah, it's a franchise of theme parks that are all based around construction equipment that they oh. turn into rides. Oh, yeah, now I remember you talking about that. Yeah, kids yeah, love so that. This one's just got a chair at the end of a excavator arm that they just lift you up and spin you around in circles for a while. Yeah, I think kids would love that. It's called the yeah. eyeball blood vessel burster. <laughs> Catchy. Yeah. What about the stuff at the top of the stratosphere in Vegas? Would you ever do that? Uh, no, that one is basically a teeter totter. You see that one? Yeah, they have one called the insanity. Yeah, that's the one that like pretends you're gonna fall off. Yeah, your little car goes up this thing and out on an arm that then goes ding like it's tips over like it's falling off the building. No, nothing. No, the insanity is one of those spinner ones. It's kind of like the oh, no, thank you. Oh yeah, dizzy too easy. Yeah. On the, we found a list of the most extreme thrill park rides. And one of them, well, a couple of them were in a category of their own, and they include that drop slide at uh Volcano Bay that we were just discussing, reopening soon. The Koakiro Kiri, oh, yeah. whatever it is, body plunge. Oh yeah. Yeah, where they basically just drop you vert- vertically into a tube of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and I, I have seen a kid that tried to bail out of this ride after the floor dropped out. That does not work, by the way. Oh. <laughs> what, he just, like, pin himself? Yeah, this was Starfish. on the Aqua Dunk in, uh, on the Disney Magic. And Heather and I witnessed a child that tried to brace himself, and then he made this... sound all the way down. Can't ninja warrior finally, yourself out of he, that one, kiddo. You could hear his squeak, <laughs> and then he finally just, boom, just... Dropped, of course. I don't recommend trying that on the one at Universal Volca- <laughs> no. Volcano Bay. No. It's a 125 foot vertical drop. 
Yeah, you'd burn your arms off. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. I don't have any apparently, toes left. <laughs> apparently, there's this water park in the UK called Middlemore Water Park, where for $70, they would, you had to pay an extra 70 bucks and they'd load you up into a, a real life trebuchet oh, and fun. just fling you towards a net. Yes. What is that? It's slingshot. like um, it's a slingshot it's like a, launcher, a giant one. Yeah, like a catapult, but it's one where you're kind of in a. Oh yeah, it swings around sling. and then yeah. flips you. Yeah, uh, and it's literally a giant wooden trebuchet. Yeah, and and they did this until in 2002, an unfortunate rider missed the safety net at the other end and was killed. Oh shit! Which you think that that would have been predictable? Yeah, like, they really need like, to make that. There's no way you're missing. Like, make it right. 12 times as big as it needs to be. And also, I'm sorry that I'm laughing about it, but seriously, this is like a Looney Tunes episode. Like, that's exactly what you had to expect was going to yeah. happen. Did the trebuchet say Acme on the side? <laughs> <laughs> to the surprise of absolutely dead, no one. Dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Oops, sorry. Um, apparently in Germany, there's a popular uh, attraction called a Devil's Wheel that they put up at Oktoberfest celebrations, which is just a floor on a turntable that you spin around on really fast. And so you go sit out in the middle and, uh, end up being flung around. off the side. Yeah. But the best part is there's a whole room of people watching you. And part of the experience is they've got a guy on a microphone making fun of the people. on the ride <laughs> That's awesome. The yeah. I'd go That's watch that. I'm sure. <laughs> like I love sitting and having a drink on a cruise ship next to the surf rider and just watching people walk out on that thing. That's, that's good for a couple of hours. And drink every time they fall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Heather and I were at uh, Margaritaville up on the, the bar uh, in Hollywood, Florida, and you, it's, they had a bar that overlooked the surf rider. You just watch everybody wipe out. Good times. It's mm, good. Have any of you been to Bush Gardens in Tampa? Never. No. They have a ride called the Falcon's Fury. That's supposed to simulate being a falcon in a straight towards the ground dive to catch prey. Yeah, it's that it's 300 sounds... feet high. And right before it drops, your seat pivots 90 Ooh, degrees oh, so that you're facing that's... the ground as it goes straight down the drop. Mm. Yeah, I've seen those coasters. Before. Yeah, that's a no thank you for or me. a drop ride? It's a coaster, it's a coaster. I think. No, sorry. It they, is a drop tower. Yeah, it pulls okay. you up. I thought it was a coaster, and and well, I've never done it. Have you seen those coasters it. where they lift you straight up, kind of like yeah. Rip Ride Rocket, and then it pivots, or they lift you up a tilt hill or a hill, and then they pivot you up and down. Yes, uh -uh. that's that's what I thought this was a, a coaster, but it is a drop, just a drop tower that pivots you forward so that you're going facing the ground as they drop Ooh. you. Mm-mm. No, thanks. I don't think so. The one that gets me is we, we were talking about the Stratosphere Tower in Vegas. They have one where you, it, you're you on a cable and harnessed up and whatever, and you just jump off. And then they lower I you jump. slightly. I guess it's slightly slower than free fall, but you're just free falling for a while. <laughs> and then it like slows you down and then you land nicely. But you're literally just jumping off a building. I, I cannot imagine the mustering getting the muster to do that just you jump up. all the way off and land on the strip yeah yeah and then you're 855 <laughs> 855 feet Ugh. no yeah. way yeah there's one of those sky swings kind of like the one that you're talking about in florida that's over uh the oribe gorge in south africa 
You jump off of a cliff into a gorge 330 feet in the air. And you just swing down at the end of Superman style at the end of a rope. Yeah. Yeah. I need more than a rope or a playground chain holding me. (laughs) I need like big armature. Yeah, that would be ideal. Safety first. I'm just kind of chicken and everything makes my tummy feel funny. (laughs) I can't do that stuff in VR. It makes me feel weird. I think I can do it in real life. Yeah. Like, hey, not even VR. Like, last time I played Assassin's Creed, jumping off the edge of this building, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I gotta go sit down. down. Throat. Yeah. Well, that's enough for me. Getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you kids in your crazy video games. Like, kids are like, Dad, you're just playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, this is too yeah. intense. <laughs> this is too <laughs> intense. I don't know what to do with these turnips. God, turn it off. Purchase a hut. <laughs> My vertigo is acting. My house isn't good enough. <laughs> Boy. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to have the crap scared out of you at one of these extreme amusement parks or explore anywhere else around the world, Keith's The World Travel has a football stadium on Super Bowl Sunday full of responsibly masked and socially distanced expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keiththeworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is always the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. Can't wait to hang out with you again, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Don't go to Flows. That's my least favorite amusement park ride is the flip-flop in my stomach after eating at Flows. (laughs) (laughs) That's extreme. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold key adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.